Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We're in our guest segment here. Really glad to be with you. And and I have to tell you, we are in a situation now where, as Doug likes to say, every 12 hours, there's a crisis. And we're going to hit some of those today. But before we do, I I have to tell you that I... uh, uh, and I know Doug's going in different directions, too, and, and I'm going to have Doug just briefly talk about his endeavors of narration. But uh, I, I'm going to start a new show. And, yes, we're going to continue to do what we're doing because we're in a fight for our lives. But I want to follow some passions that I have. And, as you know, I have a background, pretty extensive background in psychology. And uh, the longer I was in the field of psychology, the learn I, more I learned about mysteries of the mind. Um and I have an interest in um, a lot of things like time travel, quantum physics, and some of the shows I've done that I've released in other venues have really been popular. And and I'm thinking, you know, this is part of what I'd like to do. I mean, I'm gonna, we're still going to keep the Intel Report, the Common Sense Show, but uh, and we haven't decided on a name yet. Um, but I just let you know, we're going to come across with a show. And I'm, I'm going to air it late night, um, not necessarily trying to imitate Art Bell, but nothing has been as good as Art Bell since Art Bell. And I, I would say, except for John B. Wells, but he doesn't really go there too much anymore. John's hardcore geopolitics and does a fantastic job. Great job. But when he was on Coast to Coast, I was thinking that's the heir apparent to Art Bell. And that's why they got rid of him, because George Norrie was jealous. And how do I know? Because George Norrie called me and told me to stop promoting him. Um, so that's something that we're going to do here. Um, and I think you'll enjoy it. We've we've done some really, really interesting shows on some of these phenomena. And I'd like to really develop it because let's have some fun. And and I think back on the days of Art Bell. And like I said, we're not going to imitate Art Bell. But those shows were fun. They made you think. And that's what I want to do. I want to be in the thinking mode. And when we do the common sense show, we're in the preparation mode. Here's what the bad guys are doing. Here's what you should be doing to counter it. And I think that's very important, but I want to have some fun. So anyway, that's what I'm going to do. And and Doug has got a new deal too. And it sounds really interesting to me in narration. Doug, tell the audience about your interest in what you're pursuing now. Well, I, uh, over a period of time, I've developed a, um, how could you say a love for narrating books, bringing books to life. Uh, Many people know that I've been narrating uh, the black awakening by Russ Dizdar, a fascinating Mm -hmm. book that I, yeah, I I believed his work needed a voice and, you Mm -hmm. know, you have something called audible that has thousands of books on it. And I, I think in my audible library, I have, maybe 200 to 300 books that I've listened to kind of a bookworm. Um, but it's so much easier to listen to a book and work or work out or go on long drives or just fill the void of time. Like I like to listen to books while I'm uh, cooking or, you know, just doing meaningful, uh, meaningless tasks. And so there are some books out there that, you know, they don't have a voice. So I'm going to be doing, um, my own thing. It's on YouTube. It's all for free. 
uh, where I am, you know, just recording books and uh, giving them uh, a voice. And so I'm starting off with Russ Dizdar because I believe the time that we're in uh, requires a very serious tone. Um, but I, my wife and I have also talked about reading some family-friendly books, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, um, uh, Moby Dick, a few others. You know, the, you can find those on Audible, um, but I'm going to do it in my own flavor, my own style, and try to bring them to life. Um, I do use um, sound effects. I do use music. I may not be the greatest at it, but I'm working hard at it. Um, so that's that's what I'm into. Hopefully, one day, maybe I can get picked up by one of these recording uh, studios and you know make a career out of that. Something to help supplement the income. But until then, man, I enjoy doing it. Um, I have a few books about MK Ultra, the CIA stuff from the '60s. Um, stuff about satanic uh, ritual abuse and satanic occults um, that are from a law enforcement perspective that I think would f- people would find very useful because that's your incoming future <laughs> and that's your current. These are these are some of the things that we do deal with, and I still believe there's a lot of things from the past that need to have more light shined on it. So, you know, like with your stuff with wanting to do uh, kind of what Art Bell did, I think there's a need for it. Because people are bummed by the politics. The politics suck. Let's all admit it. Politics sucks. There's nothing fun about it. And when you start to listen to it, for me, it's just become white noise. And, you know, we're dealing with the same clowns in Congress every day. And as much as they get away with, I think it really only pisses people off to listen to it. Because we feel like there's not much we can do about it, though um, we do need to be updated on what's going on you do need to know your we gotta politics be hyper vigilant yeah yeah you gotta know, you know it doug my fear is this is that um, we're reaching a point where the global masters are losing control and people are waking up and these people are desperate and yep. we need to keep the intel report out there we need to keep um which which you guys do um and your great show the american vindicta and uh, what we do at the Common Sense Show, that's got to be all kept alive because it's like our early morning alert system. I just did one this morning uh, where I talked about how J.P. Morgan and uh, BlackRock are introducing a version of CBDC, and it's going to spread, and they've got cooperation with the Federal Reserve. It's the third CBDC plan I've uncovered. And people need to know, if we let this come in, it's the end of civilization as we know it. It's the yeah, end of all freedom. So and, we've got to do the work on this, and, and we've got to be hyper vigilant about what's going on because these people are desperate. I mean, if you look at what the worst dictators have done in history, we live in those potential times right now. We're headed in that direction. I'm hoping we don't end up in that destination, you know, where we have the concentration camps and all the nasty things that happen. But I'm just saying that I look at the men, I look at the character. And the lack of spirituality, and as you said in our pre-air discussion, our lack of empathy, these people that are running the planet or think they're in charge, they're evil. And we need to we need to be hyper vigilant to allow people to know what's happening so we can rise up and stop it and so we can plan to deal with it. But I agree with you. Um, it has a draining effect on people after a while and and you and i both know that from what we do it's like you got to take a shower to wipe the crap off 
uh, of all the excrement that we're exposed to. And this is why I want to do something that's fun, explorative, imaginative, creative, and give people an outlet other than just, you know, saying, hey, this is what's coming. Here's what we got to do, folks. Yeah, it's a release valve. It's a release valve because if you get wound too tight, man, eventually the rubber band snaps Mm -hmm. and people do crazy things when the rubber band snaps. I mean, like if we didn't do the Intel report, people wouldn't know typically right now that Biden is using emergency wartime powers to uh, boost electric heating pumps and to try to replace gas appliances. Well, with a very questionable economy uh, and with us selling all of our you know, oil and natural gas overseas, which is why your electric uh, bill is going up currently. You know, not to mention, we still have a very fragile, constantly under attack electrical grid system. When you eventually take us all down to where we're all electrical dependent during a brutal winter or brutal summer, and then you kill the power grid, you just killed potentially millions of people. Yeah. So, you know, if, if we, get off of that horse that pony's going to ride off and people aren't going to hear too much about it and i say that uh, not tooting our own horn but how many other outlets are out there that are really telling you what's going on you know tucker carlson got he got eliminated now he's only on twitter i know plenty of people who absolutely refuse to be on twitter so they'll never hear tucker again uh info wars kind of goes back and forth with you know rubbing people the wrong way and then bringing on great information. Fox news is filled with lies. And then from there, you know, where, where do you go to turn to your trusted sources? People are going to, um, you know, people are going to YouTube personalities and their own, you know, trusted sources for, uh, for news, like the Intel report, the common sense show. So, you know, we got to fill that void. Um, Christians in particular are are very particular of where they're getting their news from. And so the fact that the Common Sense Show, we always keep Christ-centered, I think that helps us with uh, getting information out more and not being, you know, the problem, let me tell you the problem. The problem is that even with guys somewhere in in our orbit, in our circle, they they hyper-evangelize to the point that it rubs people wrong. And then they hyperinflate news so that they can push what it is that they're pushing. And for us, we just tell the news like it is. We have honest debates and honest discussions. And uh, what you see is what you get. And I think that is, uh, that's, that's more appealing to people because we're not personalities. We're actually trying to put information out there. And we got plenty of detractors who say enough about us, but you know, when, one percent of ninety nine percent says something about us. Whatever. If everyone agreed with us, there probably would be a problem. But you know, yeah, Doug. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't know what your approval ratings are on your uh, YouTube channel, but mine are always between like about ninety eight point five and a hundred percent in terms of how YouTube. You know, and that's what I look at because I think I'm giving people what they need to know. At least I'm doing my best to do that. And I think the people are responding with kind ratings. And I get people that will just write ridiculous things. And I don't mind the difference of opinion. That's how we grow. I, I want people to bring their perspective in. And I and I get ideas from shows from what some people post in the comment section because it's really insightful. 
But some people just come on and their only intent is to tear down, destroy and insult mm-hmm. and, and not try to add constructively to the topic. And, and, and those people I just don't want to deal with, but the vast majority of people that follow me on YouTube, they're above average in intelligence. They're above average in their dedication to the country and to their family. And they're looking for solutions to counter the evil that we're dealing with. And, and, uh, I love my YouTube audience. Well, my live stream audience, we go anywhere between about five and 7 PM Pacific time, um, five, about five days a week. And these people are brilliant. I mean, just brilliant. And they're good people, too. The goodness comes through in what they say. And that invigorates me. And I want to take that energy and, and like, take it into these new domains we're talking about. Because here's the thing, too, ladies and gentlemen. And I know this is this is going to describe. I know Doug well enough. This describes his motivation, too. I want to not just provide a show that helps you deal with evil and what's going on. But I also want to provide you with an outlet that it will allow you to be creative, imaginative, and grow personally. And and I and I think that what I'm looking at doing here will add to what I'm already doing. And Doug, I think you too. You're taking great books that people may never be exposed to, and they're going to get an opportunity to learn from from authors. And because of the internet, reading has kind of become a lost art now. Mm-hmm. I know I don't read like I used to. Yeah, and you know I'm. Eventually, I'll learn how to use Adobe Premiere and some of these other things, and I'll have a more interactive, visually pleasing, um, you know, uh, thing to put out there. But man, that's a lot of money, and that's that's a lot of time. And just watching uh, Alberino and how he uses Adobe Premiere and how long it takes, I'm like, man, I ain't got that time to learn this type of stuff because I still got to be a dad of five kids. I got to be a husband. (laughs) I'm still training people with my tactical training, uh, which, by the way, we got training coming up December 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. Uh, We're at. at. uh, It's going to be at Bob Griswold's place at Ready Made Resources, Teleco Plains, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, Let me say something about that, too. I've had a couple of conversations with Bob, and I'm not going to say anything that you don't know. But I would ask our audience here to keep Bob in prayer. He's really in a fight, yeah. a very serious fight with his health. And he does have cancer, and and uh, it's certainly not a secret anymore. And uh, please keep Bob in your prayer. I've known Bob for years and years, probably gosh, maybe 13, 14 years. And um, he, he's as good a person as you're ever going to meet. He is, he is more sincere even in person than he is on the air. I mean, he's just a wonderful human being has a great family. I've met his wife and got to know her a little bit and they're just great people. And it just tears my heart apart that Bob is struggling so much. So please keep him in your prayers. Yeah. We love Bob Griswold. Uh, he is a, he's a salt of the earth Christian. And so like, you know, like Dave said, please pray for him, play, pray for his family. And, uh, you know, just remember that Bob is in this fight, just like anyone else. And Bob's willing to fight until the very last bloody end. And it's motivating to, to listen to him. So, you know, and in all respects, you know, there's plenty of people out there who feel like they're on their last leg, Dave. They're, they're on their last dime. No one listens to them. They feel alone. And then, you know, because I get these emails and I have these conversations with people, even, you know, sometimes at the training events where they're like, you know, I've been outcasted by my family because I don't, I, I, I'm not woke 
I'm outcasted by my family because I see through the lies. I got red pilled. Um, you guys helped me. You guys helped me to put my mind back together. Um, I know guys have come out of new age religion, uh, because of some of the, you know, the scriptural stuff that I preach. Uh, I know guys who've quit drinking, who've quit smoking weed, who've become uh, more attentive to their families, become a better father figure, a better husband, uh, because of some of the things that, that I preach and, you know, praise God. It's not about me. It's not about Dave. This is all about the mission that Christ has us here for. <laughs> and we just need to refocus on that because, you know, this, this may just be my, my uh, crudeness, but I think we're so filled with other distractions that we forget that the King of glory is coming back and we need to stay focused on Christ. But at the same time, you need to be aware of what's going on with your surroundings you do need to be concerned about these times. You do need to prepare accordingly and properly, probably not take your mortgage out and buy, you know, food with it, but you do need to prepare accordingly. You do need to be trained up. Your body needs to be healthy. You need to quit sinning and uh, grow closer with your family and friends. And you need to cut the threads of those who are dragging you behind, you know? And um, yeah. when people start to do that, Dave, they start to experience a lot of happiness and joy and release. You know, Dave, the problem is, is that people walk around right now thinking that, you know, doomsday is going to happen next week because their favorite YouTube personality keeps saying it and they stop going out. They stop enjoying life. They, uh, the, they're the, it's like the energy is being sucked out of my, no, I talked to a bunch of you guys about this and I'll tell you what, you know, I've told Dave and Dave and I've discussed this, it's like go out and live your life, go have fun. You can still go out and have fun and be cautious and be considerate and be a Christian and not be a, a, a you know, a, a shelling in your house, you know, just enjoy your life and enjoy it while you got it. You know, the, the moment world war three happens and um, we're stuck in our house because we're being invaded, bombarded, the grids down, all that crazy stuff we warn about, you're going to regret not going out and enjoying your life before then. So that's, that's my warning to people. No, I totally agree with you. And, and there'll come a time if we go into tribulation and some people will think it's starting now. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not saying it's not. I just really am not sure. And there's a lot of things in the Bible too, people like I've, I've talked about this on my show, Doug, uh, the rapture. I, I don't know. I, I tell, I have pastors telling me veteran pastors, we don't know for sure. I don't know about the rapture. I don't know how to interpret it. <clears throat> but here's the thing I'm going to say. You don't have to understand everything in the Bible to be a Christian. But I will tell you one thing we have to understand is that when tribulation starts for real, whenever that would be, the enjoyment in our life will get reduced, I don't know, a thousandfold, a millionfold, because life will become very challenging. But I'll also say this, too, no matter what circumstances you're in, you know, they say that the freedom is the space between the bars and the prison in which you live. And we all are in self-contained prisons to various degrees. And some people have a lot of freedom because the bars are wide and some people constrict their lives and they're very narrow. And and I would say no matter what your circumstances, you still have freedom between the bars. But we could go into <clears throat> some very serious bad times. And my uh, admonition to people is what Doug's saying. Enjoy your life because God has made a beautiful planet. 
we have wonderful people on this planet and there's a lot to really enjoy and we cannot and here, here's my fear too bob we are doug we could get so locked up in trying to stay above water against all the evil coming against us that we forget what we're really fighting for which is the preservation uh, of the things that we love about our life we love our freedoms we love our relationships and if we're just totally locked up in the fight then you're really losing sight of what you're fighting for. Yeah. Um, many of you will know what you're fighting for when you no longer have it. You'll, you'll be wanting to fight to have a little bit of it back. Uh, electricity is the biggest thing that I, I consider because I've traveled to so many countries where there is not consistent electricity. And you don't understand the common convenience you have by having a great steady reliable electric grid man when that gets taken away how many candles you got how many batteries you got for your lanterns how many how much solar power you people really have you got, got backup solar power flashlight right here <clears throat> yeah. no i hear i hear i hear you you're right and and you know here finally we had a federal official in christopher ray who admitted the terrorist threat to specifically identified American cities is the result of an open border. Now, I said it a little different than he said it, but that's effectively what he's describing. They've crossed our border, and now they're here, and they're a threat. Can well, I, how'd can they I get, talk how'd about they that? get here, Jack? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I came and glued about this the other day. Actually, I came so un- – <clears throat> oh, can I confess something? I came so unglued about this that I just sat there, and I just muttered – absurdities for a good five minutes i i hadn't cussed so much in so long because didn't, I, Je- didn't jesus walk through the temple and kick ass t- yeah he did he did well That's I, my point. I it's okay I Doug. Up, it's it's righteous indignation i know i i ended up deleting it because i you know i'm trying to lead people into that right narrow path exactly. but you know i i came back to it and i said you know What's what is so disconcerting is to have a man who's in charge of the, you know, the FBI who says, you know, when the terror attacks start in your cities, it'll be because of the open borders. And then to sit back in the audacity to say that while knowing that Dave and I talked to Dave and I talked to Border Patrol, we still talk to people that are in the government. Who are still telling us, um, I think the number is well over a thousand at this point, but just back in October that we were close to 300 to 400 terrorists, known terrorists on the terrorism watch list that were caught, identified, and then once, once Border Patrol catches, it goes to their headquarters Headquarters says, we're going to run these guys. Um, it pings on the system on NCIC or whatever we have for Interpol. And then it goes to the FBI. Someone in the FBI says, yep, you got that guy? And we say, yep, we've got him. Said, yep, he's on our radar. We're watching him. Okay, FBI, what do you want me to do with them? And the FBI says, release them. We'll monitor them as they come into the interior of the United States. So when the head of the FBI says that all these 
chaotic things are going to happen. He knew it would happen. This was pre-planned. Who told Christopher Ray, Dave, who told Christopher Ray to ignore the terrorism? Who told Christopher Ray to ignore the way that we work as law enforcement? Who told Christopher Ray to tell his agents to tell the Border Patrol agents, don't do your job? And what authority does the FBI have to tell other federal authorities how to do their job? The FBI does not have the authority to enforce immigration laws. They would have to be sworn in and they would have to have powers given to them in order to do that. That has not happened as far as I know. So who is the FBI to say, oh, let these people go? And who is the Border Patrol at that point then to say that we're going to follow what the corrupt FBI is saying? I've seen you guys in the in the Border Patrol. I've seen your uh, your videos that you've made talking with your supervisors saying what's going on on the border is bullshit. It's dangerous. It's foolhardy. So why are you guys listening? Why are you guys listening? When eventually do we actually enforce the law? You know how the Congress always says, if we would just enforce the law on the books, everything would work. Well, yeah. Well, hey, Congress, who told Christopher Ray to not enforce the law? And then who told the heads of the Border Patrol to listen, to listen to the FBI? And at this rate, does not the entire overhaul of the FBI and the Border Patrol need to be reimagined? Remember when the Democrats said we need to reimagine policing? Oh, I agree with you. I do think we need to reimagine policing. God forbid the day Doug ever becomes president, because if I reimagine policing, many of you will be in much trouble. Because policing has become way too hands-off, and the authoritative uh, nature of our government has abused law enforcement. If it were up to me, it would be turned back on them because that's what needs to happen. Law enforcement now has just become the attack dog of the intelligence agency and, uh, and of Congress. That needs to stop. Maybe, maybe, God willing, Donald Trump becomes president, right? He's not the Messiah, okay? But he's the best we got currently. Maybe we're lucky enough Trump becomes president, he pulls his head out of his ass this time and does what he should, maybe we'll actually see justice, maybe we'll actually see change. But I'll tell you this much, these bastards will cause a world war, they'll have, they'll cause a world famine, world pestilence, they'll cause civil wars before they ever let Donald Trump and the wrath that will come from him and his supporters get power again. Go ahead, Dave. I couldn't agree with you more. And you're right. He's not a perfect man, but we're not perfect men either. But I will say this. You talked about him coming up for air. Okay. Notice how politely I put that, Doug. But uh, when he came up for air, he did the best job with the economy of any president in American history. Yeah. Uh, We had such a run. And it was, you know, what I'm most proud of is we were living up to the creeds of our ideals where all people are created equal uh, because women Black people, Hispanic people had the great, had the lowest unemployment rate in their history ever. And then they had the greatest single wage increase during that time too. Uh, and, and oh, he's a racist. He's a racist. I'm going, look at the economic data. I mean, who in their right mind could say that? But, uh, he did do good, but I do agree. 
he didn't have the ability to discern deep state traitors that were installed in his administration and yep. he didn't act appropriately. And that's that and and you know appointing John Bolton to be anything in administration, that guy's a warmonger. Um uh, and, and I listen, he didn't do it on purpose. I, I just think he was a businessman that didn't know. Um uh, he was in new territory and he was surrounded by people that are just just nuts. Uh, but I think he may have learned something in the t- in his betrayal. I think that he probably learned a lot, and I do think we'll see a turnaround. But Doug, my fear is this, and American history is on my side. This is not a conspiracy theory. These JFK. court cases again, yeah, there you go. Because the court cases are falling apart against Trump. Yep, they are. They're they're, they're disintegrating before our eyes. Because they're based on one thing, election interference. There's nothing he did wrong. Um, and, and you know the biggest joke out there? It, it, it's, you know, like Atlanta, that people saying, well, you tried to interfere in the election. No, he did. He wanted to have an investigation. He wanted the authorities there to investigate, to find the votes that he felt he was entitled to. And that was his right. Whether he's right or wrong, I'm not debating that. Maybe every vote was cast properly. But the bottom line is, is, is the candidate has the right to ask those questions and raise those questions. That's not even the issue. The biggest farce against Donald Trump is this uh, fraud trial. Um, if your house is worth 100000 today, next year it might be 150000 At what point when you fix the value on an asset you're claiming for a loan or whatever, at what point do you fix the value? And these assets they're trying to get him on are fluid assets. They change in value frequently. And they have nothing on this. And they know this. So he's trying to bring in these expert witnesses to testify in more detail than what I just said. And they're trying to block the testimony. They're getting their butts handed to them. And then these gag orders against Trump to keep him from campaigning. I mean, it's 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 not working because here's what's happening, Doug. The more they push, the higher his poll ratings go. That's right. They, they, and, and here's Jack Smith. The gag order is is removed, and he goes back the next day. Well, we're going to have to reinstate it. And I'm thinking, okay, you just gave Trump another 2 or 3% bump. People see what you're doing, Jack Smith. And you know what's interesting about Jack Smith? And I said this yesterday on YouTube. He was not a top-line DOJ attorney. He's middle of the pack, mediocre with mediocre skills and no big cases behind him. And yet they put him on their biggest case of the day. Why? Because they knew it was going to blow up and they just want to destroy Trump's reputation. And they don't care if Smith becomes the fall guy. That's right. That's why the, yeah. That's why they chose a mediocre attorney. Well, we, and we all called this four years ago. We knew this would happen. Yeah. We knew, we knew Trump would run again and we knew that that the Democrats and the rhinos would pull out all stops to make him look bad, to make him look evil, mischievous, malevolent, to make him look like he's a liar because it's all about public, um, public opinions, uh, how he's viewed amongst the voters. There is a lot of Democrats that are disenfranchised because of old Brandon and all the stunts that he's pulled. Like he just recently said that, the uh, middle income um, of of the country has gained thirty seven percent or thirty seven thousand dollars since he became president. It's a lie. 
Yeah. We're, show me the stat. Oh, oh, and by the way, it's an inflated dollar, so it's not thirty-seven thousand. Um, you know, it's once again, it goes into that crazy conspiracy. They can't allow Trump to do this again. He Trump will be like Napoleon Bonaparte if they do this again. If if they allow Trump to win, well, he's going on a war path and nothing will stop that man. Well, one thing, the JFK thing, let me, let me give you a couple stats to what you just said. You're right. I'm, I'm, I'm I was going to do something on this, but I may not have to now. Uh, wealth distribution, the rich in this country went from moaning. And this is from the 1980s to 2018. The rich went from 60% controlling the wealth to 79%, the wealthy. The middle class went from 32% of the aggregate wealth to 17%. And the lower class, this unskilled labor class, went from 7% to 4%. So when Biden says that, well, you know what? You got this data right here from a polling place that's left of center, and they're telling you, Biden, you're lying. And the inflation rate, too, Doug, I mean— here's the thing I've been seeing, and there's been some great YouTube productions on this. Um, people going in and saying, okay, let's try to purchase, or let's look at what would it cost to purchase the 10 most important items that people got to get. And they've done like food inflation, food inflation for the 10 most consumed foods is up 28%. It ain't no 3.5%. And then you look at some of these other things, the inflation rate doesn't count the price of gas or, um, uh, the cost of food, like you don't have to eat or drive to work. So we're getting total BS economic numbers from Biden. And you know what? No one's freaking believing it. Among Democrats, listen to this, Democrats, 39% approve of Joe Biden. Democrats. With, it's just the opposite for independents. It's 61% disapprove independence he's toast is he going to make it to 2024 and i don't mean health-wise are they going to allow him to run he can't campaign i so i heard that joe manchin is retiring from the senate he's going to run for president he's going to be an independent like rfk and he's going to try and steal votes from trump and from uh and from biden rfk is still in that race he hasn't pulled out, though I do not like RFK at all. I don't trust that man at all. You shouldn't. Um, yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's RFK said, the moment you get a, a common sense gun bill um, wrote, put it on my desk and I'll sign it. Yeah, that means the moment he becomes president and our Congress agrees on taking apart the uh, Second Amendment, RFK is all about it. So you guys who like RFK, you better rethink that. Um, I, I, I reminisce, I guess Pelosi's nephew is the next in line. Oh, because... no, no, no. Newsom, listen, you know what's coming out? Paul Preston has told me this, the head of the new California movement. Um, California's $50 billion in debt. Do you know when that comes out? He has no chance in hell. Well, I mean, what's debt? L let's talk about debt real quick. 
we're 40 plus trillion dollars in debt. The Pentagon just came out. I was talking about this on my show yesterday and said they still cannot account for 3.3 or 3.6 trillion dollars in assets, which uh, that's where your black budget stuff's going, by the way. Three trillion. Could you imagine if you lost three thousand dollars and you didn't report it to the IRS? You know, it's uh, what's going on with, with California. I think I think eventually something's going to happen in America where all this debt is going to be wiped out. Yeah, we're going to start back over with a digital dollar, and it's okay. Here we are. We're going again. But what is the what is the tangible asset for a digital dollar? If it's not gold, what is it? You know, that's that's what backs the petrol dollar, right? Was our gold in Fort Knox. If we don't have that tangible asset, then what is the tangible asset? Is it Americans and their wealth? Is it Americans and their homes? Because that's BlackRock. That's what I've been considering. They'll liquidate your home right out from underneath you. Don't worry. The Chinese will come right in and buy it from you. They need an Airbnb. Don't think our government's not below that. Well, they already uh, are. They're taking yeah. the vacant. They're taking the vacant commercial office space now. And Biden allocated uh, ten days ago. He allocated forty-five billion dollars to convert to low density i'm talking low density low square footage residential housing out of this office space that's empty uh this is how they're going to get you into stack and pack cities i mean right now doug we got 65 percent of the country living month to month and they got to make some serious choices and they're going to be a lot of mortgage defaults yep and then the elderly getting killed by inflation and killing the bond market their 401ks and iras are in the garbage because of biden policies and they're going to have to sell their homes and downsize. They're talking as many as 30 trillion, 30 million, 30 million homes could be thrown out and they're going to go to less expensive homes. And there's going to be such a glut that no one can afford because no one can pay the interest rate. And you know who's buying up those homes? BlackRock. BlackRock is going to become the lord of the feudal manor. Doug, I'm losing you here. You're you're uh, on mute. Yeah, eventually, we're um, Americans are going to be forced to make a few very dire decisions: civil war, rebellion, sell your home, live in a tent. You know, um, I know a lot of people are selling their homes and they're living in RVs. You're already doing what they want you to do. Yeah. Living in that smaller square foot. Look, I get it. I get it. Um, if I could find a way to stack me and five kids and, you know, 20 dogs and cats and chickens and geese and cows into a an RV at this point and just stay mobile, I'd probably try it. But there's just no way for some of us who want to homestead. So those of us who want to homestead, like me, those of us who still want to farm, they're after what we have. And it's called They're independence. are after everything. Yeah, it's, everything. It's, it's independence. Gates, Gates is after the food. And I'm sorry, when you buy up the most farmland in America, you're the biggest farmland holder 
biggest landowner in America. And then you're simultaneously cornering the lab meat uh, organizations out there and building those factories. Um, what can we conclude? I mean, they're trying to control every aspect of our life. And this is why we have to keep the Intel report common sense show an American vindicta on the air because we need to tell people about these things so we can plan. And uh, people, the biggest advice I would give to people, Doug, right now is it, someone said today, I was talking to a group this morning and a lot of people, oh, we're going to get our guns. We got all these guns in America. And I go, that's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. I said, what you got to do is stop making non-essential purchases, budget properly, get your butt in shape, develop your relationships and your faith in Christ. And I said, those are the first steps towards moving towards independence. And, and I said, and if enough of us did this, the, these dictators that are running our government would have no authority over us. Yep. You know, Doug, the, 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 you know, if enough people would just say, hey, you guys go have your rules. You have a nice party. We're going to live our life over here now. And if there was enough of us, they'd be afraid to mess with us. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of interesting things coming down the pike. Let's talk about this one real quick. This is a tweet from Representative Clay Higgins. I actually like Clay. He said, prepare to be shocked. This release will reveal the insidious truth that the left and the and the corrupt officials at the FBI and DOJ do not want Americans to see. He goes on to J, say that J6 no, tapes, you're talking about yep. J6. Yep. yep. He goes on to say that no less than five to 10 key Democrats will announce they're retiring from Congress. Don't doubt me. And I do believe they got proof. Look, I've been reviewing tapes. I was actually just reviewing a tape of a Metropolitan police officer uh, who showed up for J6 and said, man, we got set up. No one told us this was happening. Everyone knew apparently that this big protest was coming. Metro PD never got told. So they showed up in the middle of the fight. All right. That's bad planning. Okay. That's Pelosi's fault. She's the designated official of the Capitol. That's her fault. So uh, now that she got, she was offered additional protection. She did. Uh, like the, the, the Capitol police chief is no longer employed. Uh, he said, he said, this was offered to us and I wanted to do it. And Pelosi turned it down. Yep. And, and then you got the Ray Epps phenomena with many other infiltrators. I mean, there was video played before Christopher Ray. And I'm trying to think who was grilling Christopher Ray on this. And I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, it wasn't Jim Jordan, but he was being grilled and they were showing Antifa changing from their blue garb into MAGA clothing. They, they, this was filmed and this is yep. being played in, in Congress. Folks, this is not a conspiracy theory. This was, was played in a testimony in Congress and asking Christopher Ray, what are you looking at here? What do you see here? And what are these white buses, ghost buses, Christopher Ray? These are the buses that these people were brought in on. Not and he only tried that, to say, I don't know what a ghost bus is. He tried to say that. Not only that. Oh, he's such a liar. Not only that. There was over 80 undercover federal law enforcement officers that were in that crowd. And we have videotape. Dave and I have played it before of one of the officers. He's a capitally special agent, I believe. And he said, yeah, he's checking on all the, the officers and guards 
because pepper spray was going everywhere. And um, he said, yeah, I'm out there. We're pretending to be Antifa. Well, that's that's a very relative word you just said when it's a, a MAGA protest slash MAGA riot, right? Why are you pretending to be Antifa? So, you know, I mean, it, it's, I think just like 9-11, when things came out about 9-11, we went to war. Everybody forgot about 9-11. When things come out about how they stole this election in 2020, we're going to go to war so that you can't have another election anyways. And you can't do anything but break the will of the American people with the next war where there's catastrophic attacks throughout America. The grid goes down. The banking goes down. Uh, we have to reevaluate your whole way of life. Um, it, it's, it becomes a security risk just to go to work or just to go to the grocery store. It'll be like South Africa. It'll be a, uh, it'll be a militaristic operation just to go and fill up your vehicles with gas. That's where they want America to be. And that is the future. Should we continue to walk the path that we're going? And that is the way these politicians will take us. And they know for a fact, should we find out and should we, the people really do anything about it? It's going to look a lot like France back in the 1800s. And they know that and they're scared about that. And that's why they have to have complete power and complete control they can't allow Trump to ever get any type of momentum again. That's why they got to continue to hamstring them. They want to hamstring us on anything that we do online, anything that we say, do, buy, um, any guns that we own. They they are turning all of the focus of the government onto the people when the people know the government is the focus of all problems. So these two competing factions – we, the people, and the federal government are eventually going to have it out. And that's called a civil war. All right? That is the future. Should we continue to walk this path? Look what's going on in Spain for 14, 15 days in a row. They've had protests because they don't want a socialist government anymore. This movement of anti-socialism is a real thing. And they fear it. They fear it. Fear it. Go ahead, Dave. No, you're absolutely right. I've been watching the Spain thing, and you notice it's getting no play in the media. None. It's not like France. Yeah, it's and it's bigger than Italy. It was bigger than what's going on in Italy when they had their president. No one's talking about what's going on in Argentina. Argentina's fixing to get a Trump-like figure, and he's going to kick ass with all of them down there. There's probably going to be a few helicopter rides in Argentina again. um, listen the world has had enough and i i see signs of it all the time the chains have been loosened and this is why we're seeing this doug biden and i covered this on my on three separate live streams last week first it was biden's plan to subjugate the internet and that came in through the fcc yesterday but they're still rebelling i don't think they're going to enforce anything and then you've got uh the u.n Biden gave the UN uh, the internet codes and the UN has even more stringent rules about who can broadcast, who can't. They want to license everybody. They want to count terminations from IP addresses. And then now you've got uh, House Bill 
1231 that's sitting in stasis, but they're bringing it in with the Safe Tech Act. And now Congress is working on subjugating the Internet. And the reason they are is because they know people are waking up and they're worried. Did you see that the FCC chairman, I I sent you the the email of it, the FCC chairman, Brendan Cole, more or less told the Biden administration, up yours. I'm not going through with this. So he's going to get removed out of power and they're going to put someone in there that will do it. But bravo to him. That's, you know. He better, he better check his car before he gets in it and drives away. He's going to drive into an explosion. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Can we say that? Yeah, we can say that. Just like uh, Donald Trump. I mean, we're coming up on the uh, 60th anniversary of the JFK assassination. And people, you need to hear me. They're running out of options. Controlling the Internet, even if they get total control of the Internet, there will be alternative forms of communication that people will employ. When the um, when Boston was shut down in martial law after the Boston Tea Party, uh, what, what what did they do? Well, they had the committees of correspondence, which was almost like Pony Express, and they kept the communication lines open in the thirteen colonies doing this. People will find a way to communicate. They're not going to stop this rebellion that's coming, and this is why they're going full force. Doug, you know, you, you got to wonder too. What kind of pathogen are they going to release? Uh, are they going to start a nuclear war that they'll safely be out of the way of? They've got to do something because I really believe the World Economic Forum and their ilk have lost control. It's all on the table. And while it's all on the table, we, we're hearing warnings of new outbreaks. Europe is, um, different European countries are issuing out uh, anti-radiation medicine to their populace. Yeah, that's right. And while all this happens, the the music keeps playing. The elite keep going to their balls. They keep having their eyes wide shut parties. And all their satanic uh, occultism is still continuing. And all I can tell you is that God laughs at those who think they're wise. God has the last say. Everything that's going on right now is in his power. And to me, it's humorous that they think that they can outsmart, outmove, and outplay the Lord of hosts. And eventually, Dave, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. And then your ass is getting thrown into the lake of fire along with your father, Satan. So um, good luck. I I don't think we're (laughs) supposed to cheer about that, but um, I have remorse for my enemies that will be thrown in the lake of fire. The remorse is because they didn't come to know Jesus. It's it's a war. That's how I think we're supposed But I got to tell you, there's a bad part of me and it's the imperfect part of me that knows that these people are going to get their just desserts. They, they are. They've, hurt, they've hurt so many people. I mean, look at all the people that have died in the wars they create out of yep. nothing. These are the same people who want you to eat bugs. These are the same people who want you to surrender your parental rights to them. They want your children. Okay. They want your children because they want to, for one thing, they eat children. Let's go ahead and say that one. They eat children. They use the blood of children, the adrenochrome. They torture and sexually uh, assault children 
for their pleasure, for their rituals. I care not what happens to these people anymore because this is war. This is war. I will say to every man and woman listening, stop sinning. Come back to Jesus. He is the only way to the Father. It's through the Son. He is the great Redeemer. Believe in Christ and live again. Outside of that, you choose to go to war with the King of Glory, you will lose. Period. That's true. You know, they're actually, I've actually come across some things, Doug, that these uh, globalists, these advanced thinkers connected to the World Economic Forum, think that they can avoid Judgment Day through time dilation. I am not making this up. Yep. I absolutely swear I found this is true. They really believe this. They I've, think that I, their science is going to outsmart God. I have, <laughs> I, I read a paper, I read a paper one time and it was about quantum physics and time travel that they could go back in time and they could uh, rewrite the wrongs from the garden of Eden. And, and in my mind, I'm like, you think you can just go back in time and find the garden of Eden and stab the snake before he tells Eve to tell Adam to take a bite out of the apple. Well, uh, for one thing, everything is in control by God. Mankind cannot do that. They cannot do that. And, it, and if so, you're still bound by the laws of God. And prophecy will be fulfilled no matter what. Do you think if we could time travel, Satan wouldn't have done it already? Or gone yes. back in time, Satan wouldn't have done it already. Nothing has changed. Yeah, and Jesus would never have been crucified on the cross and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I, I get is, it. I, that was I their biggest it, mistake was killing Christ. Yes, it was. And they wish they could undo it. Doug, we are flat out of time. Um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is to be continued. We're actually planning to have a uh, group forum. We're going to talk to Doug and I are going to talk about that. But um we're going to have on some experts and talk about some of these relevant topics. But, hey, join us on our new ventures and also, too, keep coming back here because we still got to fight the battle that's in front of us. May God bless you all. Thank you for joining us. Doug, thanks so much. Doug shows the American Vindicta. Mine's the Common Sense Show, and you've been listening to the combination of the two, the Intel Report. We'll see you back here next time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. I'm Dave Hodges, the host. Welcome. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And welcome to the Intel Report brought to you by Noble Gold. For information on how to save your assets, go to DaveHodgesGold.com and I'll send you out a free electronic packet, no obligation. It's DaveHodgesGold.com. Well, Doug and I are going to be talking about how they're going to stop Trump. And that's the topic here on the Intel Report. And they're not going to stop at anything, believe me. And Doug and I process a lot of these things, talk about interagency fighting, but ultimately they will all align against Donald Trump and what that means for the 2024 election. Stay tuned. The Intel Report coming up.